0: This is Jeff Cooper, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast. Well, not a rumor here or even an attempt at clickbait. This is simply a conjecture, but I believe that the best thing Disney could do in the upcoming D23 conference in Anaheim this year is to announce a new fifth theme park for Walt Disney World We'll share with you why that makes sense and even seems plausible. Of course, we can't discuss a potential theme park without supposing some lands or rides or attractions for such an experience. Such an experience would have to stand on its own without sabotaging the existing parks. What would a fifth theme park at Walt Disney World look like and how would it be a fix to many of the real problems the resort is facing. This podcast looks at this and much more. Thanks for joining us again. And please uh, remember to visit DisneyAtPlay.com. Be sure to subscribe there so you're notified of upcoming podcasts. We'll uh, provide an outline and some images and links to some of the things we're talking about as we go through. This uh, podcast. So let me start off with well, why does Walt Disney World need a fifth theme park? Well, I have to be honest, when people have brought up the idea of a fifth theme park, I have pretty well shut down that idea. I have not thought of it as being something needed because, well, largely um, I haven't seen that attendance um, previous to the pandemic was really supportive of that. Moreover, I did see that, um, and if you'll recall, as announcements were made at the last major D23 event, which was in 2019, one of the things that I commented on extensively was that the number of attractions and experiences and shows and everything that were announced just for Walt Disney World was enough to actually build an additional fifth theme park. Of course, that was before we saw Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, or Mickey and Minnie's, or Ratatouille, or Guardians of the Galaxy, or even Tron coming, or the Star Cruiser, I mean, there were, and the cruise ships, we should mention those. All of those announcements were made. That was a lot being made at the table. And while we've had the craziness of the pandemic, make no uh, doubt about it guests have responded very positively to those additions that have been made. I mean, I think back to those mornings I was at Disney's Hollywood Studios trying to get into a virtual queue for um, for uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge uh, and the number of people present there and, and now the number of people trying to get uh, a, a Genie Plus Select Lightning Lane, or a reservation for the park and everything. With the way things have evolved, and I know there was pent-up demand during the, during the, uh, during the, uh, the pandemic. But I still, I actually have come away from this saying, I think there is more possibility for no other reason that there is just continually growing uh, numbers of people who want to come to the parks. Uh, growing international areas. And since there are many places like Brazil or Canada, where there are not Disney theme parks, well, um, maybe it makes sense to add something to Walt Disney World. I think there are a couple of reasons for this, that I'm, I'm thinking that now a, a fifth theme park would be in order. The first of these is that reservations are tight on many days. And maybe Disney could use another venue. Uh, Universal, down the way, is setting up its third major theme park. They'll say fourth because they count uh, their water park. But but in terms of real theme parks, this epic universe is well under construction. Disney needs to further distance itself as the premier and the larger resort, they they can't be seen as two equals. Disney needs to set apart itself as truly the champion, the leader, and it has for so many decades. But Universal is working really hard to catch up, and I think uh, it would do well to Disney to 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 pay attention to that competitive effort. The third reason is I, I think Disney needs a way to sway the state of Florida that, hey, we need the Reedy Creek Investment District. We need the flexibility that that district provides for us to get this park built. In other words, if they went about announcing this theme park, and now f- throw, they, they're essentially f- throwing Florida a carrot. And in fact, this is not a new thing. To, Uh, Disney has played against different uh, places such as Spain or France in building Disneyland Paris. They played against Long Beach and Anaheim for building a second gate at Disneyland. And just this last year, they used a similar approach comparable to what Disney is doing with the Disneyland Ford effort. The whole purpose behind that was basically to gain greater flexibility on how it utilizes its land and space. And so maybe this is a good way to get Disney to be more enamored by its guests, by its by the citizens of the state who say, "Hey, we, you know, we we want another major theme park, especially if it's a really cool theme park." So, that's another reason for every CEO wants to make their mark. They want a brick and mortar um, edifice in their name, so to speak. Well, I mean, Walt created Disneyland, Roy created the Magic Kingdom and the original Walt Disney World. Card Walker came along next and created Epcot. Michael Eisner created Disney Hollywood Studios, Disneyland Paris, Disney's Animal Kingdom, Hong Kong Disneyland, and even more. Bob Iger created Shanghai Disneyland. That was his big piece. He, he took monies away from Walt Disney World, supposedly, so that he'd have more funding in order to build out that entire Shanghai project. Um, in this case, Bob J. Peck. yeah, He needs a park. He needs a park behind his name. And in fact, he needs fans on his side. And if you got a great park coming, that's a great way to gather favor on your behalf. Mind you, an international park, if you're gonna build one, it's gonna take 10 to 20 years to develop. It took 20 for Shanghai Disney. If it was an existing park, like adding on to Hong Kong, it wouldn't take um, as long. It would take more like 10 or 12 years. A domestic park could conceivably be built in five to seven years. I mean, Iser came out of the gate in '84, and by '89 he had Disney's Hollywood, uh, Disney MGM Studios back then built. So that a park like that could be built up. not long thereafter. Disney's Animal Kingdom started coming. So, at any rate, this is. Um, and by the way, note that this is the first time in a long time that a new park has not been either announced or in the works. I mean, there's been a park being built out or a new park being created for decades. Not saying that they couldn't be working on one right now, but there has been nothing formally announced since Shanghai Disney was, uh, well, since it opened five years ago. And so in that gap, there's, there's clearly a message going, hey, if you're building out as a company, you need another theme park. Why not build a fifth one at Walt Disney World, especially if it addresses those earlier issues I just mentioned. Now, I don't know what the title would be. I don't think it's as important as the offering itself. It could be something like Disney's Storybook Adventures or something of that nature just as long as it gives Disney the flexibility to present a number of different themes, concepts, lands, and so forth. In fact, there are many possible themed lands and attractions that could go into a fifth theme park. Some are similar to themed lands in international parks. Um, Some I've kind of merged together as ideas and concepts. I'm going to present several that I think are Are real viable possibilities for theme lands that could go into a park. And by the way, before I get going, a lot of people have said over the years, "Oh yeah, Disney is going to build a villains theme park." If you if you are thinking about building a villains theme park, then I don't think you understand story, because story involves a villain and a hero or heroine, and are we going to throw out the villains and? in all the other rides? Is there not going to be a witch at the end of the roller coaster it's no, it's, uh, or at Snow White's? Or at the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, is there not going to be Heffalumps and Woozles? Winnie- I mean, that doesn't make sense. Um, no vultures in Splash Mountain. Well, Splash Mountain's going to go anyway, but no Facilier. And yeah, you know, it doesn't make sense to do something based on villains. But there are some very good themes that could uh, come about. The first I'm gonna suggest would be the main entrance or the the essence of what would be uh, Main Street. And that would be something like Mickey Boulevard. This, this recognizes the fact that at Walt Disney World, there's no Toontown. Uh, and here you could use a Toontown-like experience to create a very playful entrance comparable to Mickey Avenue at Shanghai Disney. Now, I have to say Mickey Avenue to me is a head scratcher because it's got components of a town, but then it's like, okay, this looks like the Carthay Circle Theater here. Well, this looks like Minnie's house. I mean, it, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Some of and and then one that's kind of based on Ratatouille's a bakery that might be ran by Remy. It just it's just a cafe or uh, uh, ran by Remy of Ratatouille. It's very confusing, but I think a a truly good Toontown thing could be a major entrance to the park. It could provide the primary retail, some dining uh, experiences, uh, an opportunity for unique meet and greets. And if you'll recall, at one point there was a thought of building a big entertainment theater, something like the Hyperion Theater at Disney California Adventure. They're gonna build it behind uh, Tony's or the Town Square Theater at at Magic Kingdom. I think they need a big theater venue for big theatrical shows. And I think this is a good opportunity to do that in the context of a Mickey Boulevard type entrance. Bright, colorful, train at the front, Uh, maybe a playful train. Uh, Maybe that could be an attraction, uh, something Casey Jr. like. That kind of takes you on, on a trip through Disney characters is something, something different um, than just simply a, a a train ride around the park. But it could begin with, with a, a train station. It could begin with, with other things. It could begin with a hotel at the front. That would be a very smart uh, approach to take. The second uh, land I would suggest is a sort of Indiana Jones outpost. It's such a popular intellectual property. If you asked guests who have been to other Disney parks, especially Disneyland, if you ask them, what is missing at Walt Disney World? Probably the number one thing they would say is you need the Indiana Jones um, uh, adventure that is at Disneyland, or it's um, the Crystal Skull Adventure at. Tokyo Disney Sea. In fact, I would, I would make this very similar to Lost River Delta at Tokyo Disney Sea. I'd include Indiana Jones Adventure. I love the Raging Spirits attraction that is also in that area. That could be a great little smaller coaster, but something really fun, uh, at any rate. Um, and I love the. It could be, a, there could be a boat ride that is an interior boat ride like Pirates, or maybe even something like um, the Pirates of the Caribbean in Shanghai with a lot of the projection, a lot of the um, kind of an omnimover boat. But that could be going through caves that are very, um, you know, Indiana Jones adventuresque. That could be a secondary or tertiary uh, attraction or adventure. I also would suggest that there be that this same land add the mountain peak of Adventure Isle. Now, at Adventure Isle, there is something called Camp Discovery where you are harnessed up and you go through this ropes course. It's got three different options, easy, medium, and somewhat difficult. And but it's very safe and it's a great way to experience Kind of being out there and going through those, you know, those experiences that Indy was always trying to go through, getting around those, those booby traps and so forth. This could be so much fun. I'm telling you, it is one of my very favorite things of Shanghai Disney. Probably not um, the most popular thing to the attorneys here in Walt Disney World, but I assure you um despite what you might think of as risk management issues i think this is a really great attraction so i think there could be a whole adventure kind of thing based on that the next themed land i would suggest is something i call discovery point frankly it's something similar to discovery bay that tony baxter created way way decades ago um, when he was thinking of some kind of and i think The town was actually based on um, um, kind of San Francisco in that post-Gold Rush era, the Barnaby Coast kind of era and a period. But what you want is a theme land that gives you an excuse to have a steampunk style aesthetic, Victorian punk style. By the way, I would add a hotel adjacent to this and i would put in some kind of nautilus Twenty Thousand leagues experience when people who were at walt disney world 40 50 years ago when you ask them what they miss most about the magic kingdom they bring up the nautilus now mind you that was not as good as one remembers but they love the idea of seeing those subs and they love the idea of going in through that that, whether it's a Tokyo Disney version of Nautilus or it's a walkthrough like at Disneyland Paris, there needs to be a 20,000 league type experience. Don't have to build the whole mountain but you, that you do at Tokyo Disney Sea, but you need a Nautilus experience in a Walt Disney World theme park. And by the way, while we're on this theme, I would add two other attractions or offerings. The first is Mystic Manor. When people say, what would they love to see come to Walt Disney World from the International Parks? Mystic Manor is huge on that list. And so, hey, bring it in. That would be perfect to this kind of thematic look. You could tie it into the area. And then the third offering I would suggest for something like Discovery Point would be an Adventurers Club. Everybody loves Adventures Club. Let's bring it in. Let's make it a major dining uh, experience again. If it were attached to a steampunk aesthetic style hotel that kind of built out the whole experience, I think that would be great too. Uh, So Discovery Point, I think, is a big, big winner. This one made the third, the next one. Uh, it's actually the fourth theme land if you include the the Mickey entrance. The fourth theme land is probably going to be a little controversial, but I think I think there's interest still, very much for decades to come, and that would be a Star Wars Moon of Endor. I would not say Tatooine, but I would say something like um, like the, the the Moon of Endor. Um, kind of thematic look when you first come into Star Tours, which probably needs to be remodeled. But let's do an entire land. Let's have an indoor speed bike coaster, uh, similar to what you see. Uh, I mean, really, they did such a great job on that Hagrid coaster at Universal. I see something comparable to that that could kind of fly through the area where you're at. Lots of trees, lots of shade. Again, maybe that Camp Discovery may be a water raft or flume-style attraction or going back to the Shanghai Pirates attraction. You need a second attraction to go with this area. But, you know, in the same way, if you really think about it, so many critics have called out Disney for not having built Star Wars Galaxy Edge based on the original Star Wars stories. Well, hey, go do it then. Let's go take another land in a different park in the same way Universal Orlando has taken Harry Potter, put it in two different places. Let's go build out a separate land and let's go um, create a a totally different uh, kind of experience based on the original stories of Star Wars. Guests would echo interest in that. They would come out for that and would love to see that kind of thing. The next land that I think has promise as an idea is simply something based on Marvel. Now, this is probably the most problematic uh, themed land experience because, well, Disney doesn't have the rights. They don't don't even have the rights to use the word Marvel. That's why you see the word Avengers Campus used elsewhere. Not even sure they have the right to use that term uh, east of the Mississippi River. And of course, Marvel has some 300 characters from its comic book series that are committed to Universal and nowhere else. Still, there are other possibilities, enough to make an interesting land. For instance, I think, I could be wrong, but I think Shang-Chi is not part of that Marvel area. Could you do something that has an entire in-depth Asian style theme? eternals yeah maybe was a bust in the box office but i'd give it another chance i think it has lots of stories and heaven knows it has a lot i mean you can go back in time because the eternals go back in time to um mesopotamian era, eras and uh, pre-columbian civilizations you could go any number of places with the Eternals in terms of a thematic area. If nothing else, go take Big Hero 6 and make something out of it. Um, uh, what is it? San Tokyo? Uh, I can't remember the name of how they uh, name that city, but something of that nature, I think would be um, terrific as well. But there needs to be a Marvel opportunity somewhere beyond just Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, strange, uh, Doctor Strange, if you'll recall, it made an appearance as a character. I'm not even sure if it is part of that listing of characters that can't be in the parks, but maybe Doctor Strange could take us to new and strange places. I could see us going to such places. So, Or could that be compiled, you know, combined with Shang Chi in some way or something? So I see some possibilities in all of that. Uh, The final major themed land I'm going to suggest is Fantasy Bay. Um, This is a little similar to what they're doing at Fantasy Springs at Tokyo Disney Sea, but and the and the basis is this: if if you look at Fantasyland at Tokyo Disneyland. There's not a lot of space for building out areas. In fact, they actually they took out the the uh, Autopia or the Speedway in Tomorrowland to build out the Beauty and the Beast area, which is a pretty amazing area. And by the way, you can say, well, wait a minute, Beauty and the Beast is already in in uh, in um, F- Fantasyland. Well, it's also at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So we've been doing multiple uh, attractions based on. On one IP in different parks for many years. Same thing with Little Mermaid. There was a show at Disney's Hollywood Studios, but also uh, the attraction in Fantasyland. Same thing with Frozen. There's a show at the studios, but there's also a ride at Epcot. Well, anyway, long and short, what they've done is they've created this thing called Fantasy Springs at Tokyo Disney Sea, and I think it's pretty, pretty smart. One area is a frozen land. One area is a tangled land. One area is a land based on Peter Pan with a full pirate ship and Neverland kind of aesthetic to it. I will just go on. Now, mind you, Tokyo Disneyland already has a Peter Pan's flight just like like Walt Disney World does. Um, In fact, it's very similar, if not identical, to the Magic Kingdom version but yet they're building out an entire land based on Peter Pan. And they're building out an entire land based on Tangle that's something more than a set of restrooms. I don't know that we need a frozen land considering that's really kind of covered pretty much with the Epcot experience. But you know what? If we're talking about a bay or a water type experience, maybe bringing in Moana there wouldn't be a bad situation either. Could we do something with Moana and could that be a water uh, style attraction? Um, I could see lots of possibilities with Moana that hasn't been explored. But at any rate, you need a fantasy bay or fantasy sea kind of experience in the same way that over at Magic Kingdom, you have a fantasy land type experience. But with, new, uh, with more space to explore new themes or or explore themes in a much bigger way than has been explored up to date. Now, beyond these themes, I've mentioned uh, Mickey Boulevard, Indiana Jones Outpost, Discovery Point, Star Wars, Moon of Endor, Marvel, Fantasy Bay. That's one, two, three, four, five, six different theme lines, more than what Disney probably only needs. uh, Five is what I would go with, but there are other themes. Zootopia seems to make sense for Disney's Animal Kingdom, but again, nothing's been mentioned even though a big Zootopia attraction is being created in Shanghai. So why not repeat that kind of experience here? I think there's still a lot of room for something uh, incredible based on, yeah, The Incredibles. Why not do something uh, around that? Um, Could we explore some Fox properties like Madagascar. Love those penguins in Madagascar. Um, Look cute and cuddly, boys. Look cute and cuddly. And they did a Madagascar attraction at Universal Orlando in uh, Singapore. That was an interesting attraction, but I think if Disney put the money and time to it, I think there could be a lot there. Um, Something, another idea just out of in a completely different view is how could you do some atro- theme park experience that would also be attached to the metaverse? In other words, this theme park experience could be enjoyed uh, at home as or extended at home as well as experienced live at Walt Disney World. And then also, there's also been a lot more discussion of a nighttime experience. You know, there was also a great... Um, coaster ride once built out for Nightmare Before Christmas. Of course, there's a Haunted Mansion overlay at Disneyland and at Tokyo Disneyland. But, yeah, you know, honestly, you could do a whole little v- village based on, um, and, and something Halloween related. Maybe, you know, um, maybe something that plays out in that type of theme. But anyway, any rate, lots of possibilities for themes that could be in a fifth Theme park, and to that, add a hotel that would border the park or be adjacent. All of that would add additional revenues. So you see, these ideas of what I've suggested here are not just wish good wishing, you know, things I'd like to like to see in a park, but could be solutions to some very real issues that Disney is facing in terms of competition, in terms of swaying. The state government that it needs its um, governmental authority to do what it needs to do. Uh, The idea that just simply Disney or the Walt Disney Company needs to continue growing its attractions, parks, resorts worldwide. These are, these justify the need to build a fifth theme park. And with D23 coming up, would be a great time to stir a lot of discussion, a lot of excitement, a lot of enthusiasm as guests assemble for that event. Well, that does it for this Disney at Play podcast. Probably surprised you with a podcast like this, but I think that's what I love, is we can bring different themes and ideas to you that uh, that can build out your own Understanding of Disney and and its many facets and experiences. So thank you for joining us and for being a part and if you want to be a further part then join our Patreon group the Wayfinder Society for as little as a dollar. You can contribute to this and uh, receive some wonderful interactive uh, tools and um, experiences that, to enjoy. So check that out. You'll find the link at disneyatplay.com Again, thanks for joining us. And in the words of Sinbad, Storybook Voyage, always remember, follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.